Welcome to PS with Jennifer Powell. I am Jen, the owner and head injector at Powell Studio in Hanover, Massachusetts, and I'll be your host today for our new podcast episode. If you have been enjoying our podcast so far, please feel free to share with someone that you think would um, benefit from all of this information. It's been really so much fun to get your questions and to have more information that I know you guys are hoping to learn um, be our topics for future episodes. So keep those questions coming and thank you so much for your support. I had no idea how exciting this would be and how much fun I would be having. So, um, so today's a new topic. We are going to get into talking about who I am how I got here and how Powell Studio came to fruition and where Powell Studio is headed. Um, this isn't something, talking about myself is not something that I do very often in the space because I'm so excited to hear about everyone else's journey and to better understand where people are and how I can help them. And so I have found that a lot of people are more curious to know the background behind how you get here. The aesthetic market is definitely growing. It is constantly evolving and people are becoming more and more excited to become part of it. And so I was excited for that opportunity to share how I ended up in the aesthetic world. This is not something I ever planned on. I had no idea that this would be my journey and it's been incredible. It's been very hard, but it's been incredible. So. Um, I am a registered nurse. I graduated from UMass Boston in 2004 and became a nurse at the Beth Israel Deaconess Medical Center in Boston, Massachusetts. I had been working in a neurology step-down unit as well as a gastric bypass floor. Um, FAR 5 at Beth Israel was my first stomping grounds of learning how to be a nurse and how to care for patients. and. Um, although it was incredible, I had two young children at the time and um, being a mom was really hard working the evening shift and staying in the city and I had an incredible opportunity to go work at South Shore Hospital in the NICU. So for um, several years I was a NICU nurse at South Shore Hospital and um, after becoming a single mom, I moved down into the emergency room for the adult and pediatric unit and worked at Social Hospital in the pediatric emergency room and the adult emergency room for over 10 years. When I was training for um, that role, I had to do orientation. And orientation, part of that was training for a sexual assault patient. And someone who had suffered sexual assault as far as um, coming in for care required evidence collection and history taking and compassionate trauma-informed care. And so I was so overwhelmed by all of this information. I had no idea that all this support existed, that these programs were in place, and was so excited to learn more about how I could help. And so when I became an emergency room nurse, I met um, one of my dear friends, Christy Holden and Cheryl Ray, who helped me to train and become part of the Sexual Assault Nurse Examiners Program. And back in um, 2007, I had trained to become a sexual assault nurse examiner for all Boston City Hospitals. So I was a Boston SANE. 
and it was an exciting time because it was really hard work, but to be involved in something where I knew I could make a difference and that I could support someone in a time of need, both in the emergency room and in this specialized one-on-one -on -one care, there was a huge difference in the component of both. And I knew right from the beginning, taking care of people in a chaotic, chaotic space and in an emergency and in crisis was something that I was learning and growing constantly from, but being able to be in a space where you could give someone your one-on-one -on -one undivided attention and you could really listen to them and support them and, and be a good listener and a support system and um, make sure that they felt heard was very different from anything you got to do in the emergency room on a regular basis because you had five patients or six patients or if you had fewer patients everyone was very sick and had emergency situations that you were trying to keep up with so i did find that to be very special and despite the hard work i was so grateful to have the support of the sane program and the trauma-informed knowledge that they shared with us is something that i recommend to everyone especially healthcare providers it helps to prevent burnout it helps to focus on what you really can accomplish in a room instead of all that you cannot and if you're a healthcare provider or if you're a human, you're gonna understand that statement because we're all working and giving our best. And there are so many days that we don't feel like we did enough. And I knew when I was in the same program that that was something that I was gonna have longevity with because I loved the work despite its challenges. And so when the opportunity arose that I could become the Central Mass Regional Coordinator, I jumped on it. I was so excited to interview. It was an experience I had never had. Um, the nursing market was so um, available when I graduated that my interviews were always pretty easy and getting a job was not something I had to work really hard for. But with this same position, interviewing in a room of people and really being challenged to think outside my comfort zone and dig deep to different pieces of me that helped me to stand out and be a leader in this role and so that I would be chosen for this role was an incredible experience to have. Um, back when I was, you know, a mom of five children, I was excited to be able to have an opportunity to be in a leadership role and to be a role model for my children and to have the ability to commute to Central Mass, but also be working from home and not in the chaos of an emergency room anymore um, as far as at the bedside. And this opportunity gave me the ability to learn how to speak in front of a big room of important people, to understand my audience, to again, um, understand educating other people and helping them to understand the value of different situations or how we could look at a different topic in many different lights. Um, and so that's where my role as an educator um, and as a leader to my team. So as the Central Mass Regional Coordinator, I oversaw 35 nurses that were still doing the work as far as going in on call and taking care of the patient at the bedside. I 
um, would support the five SANE sites that were in Central Mass and make sure that they were following protocols that were statewide that we're so lucky to have. And I would educate rape crisis centers, college campuses, um, really anywhere that there was an opportunity, police departments, um, attorneys, anyone who was able to support our patients and needed to have more knowledge about the evolving resources and how things were growing and coming to fruition and how we could continue to do better as a multidisciplinary team. That's where I was all over central Massachusetts. And it was an exciting time, but I found myself missing taking care of people at the bedside. It wasn't something I got to do as often because I live on the South Shore and commuting to Central Mass for a case was really challenging because most of the time um, our cases that they would need support would be in the middle of the night and that was a really long commute for me. So I found myself searching for an opportunity that I would be able to take care of people, but I would still be able to provide care for my family at home and not be coming home like I did when I worked in the emergency room as exhausted and with nothing more to give. I felt like I would always give 150% and I left many of my shifts feeling like it wasn't enough. And by the time I got home, there was no room for self-care. There was no room for being excited to do fun things with my kids, I was so tired that I was missing out on all those important things. And at that time, I had an opportunity arise that I would be able to shadow another provider in the area on the South Shore. Her name is Patty. Patty is the owner of Excel Laser Skin Center. Um, and she's in Weymouth, Massachusetts. It was a true gift to be able to enter into this world of aesthetics because at that time I was, and I'm laughing, a Neutrogena girl. I thought everybody who looked good just had good genes. I was like, oh, I guess, you know, this is what it is. There's no other options. I wasn't sure what was available out in the world. I had no idea what a decollete was. And if you don't know that still, it's your chest. Um, if you are, you know, like me, I never felt bad. I just thought, you know, some other people stood out and had healthier skin and had a bigger glow. And I just didn't know how to achieve that because I never had acne or bad skin that I had to address. Fortunately, those aren't conditions I ever had to um, overcome when I was younger and becoming a mom and having kids. So um, I was learning so much when I was standing with Patty. Um, I shadowed her for about 11 months. I was excited to give my time. I was not compensated or being paid for that. The goal was to hopefully work together in the same space and be able to treat clients confidently after listening to her thoughtful consultations and different patients with different needs and goals and outcomes and really trying to understand how I was going to learn every service that was out there and why I would choose a certain one and making a thoughtful recommendation, what a consultation looked like. There was so much information. So I never felt comfortable to even touch a human until about 11 months passed. And I was like, okay, 
I really feel like I am a hands-on learner. And when I finally started reaching out to my friends and family, because those are usually your first supporters of, hey, this is what I have going on and will you be my model? I quickly adapted to, wow, I am so grateful that I am now putting all this information truly together because I'm a hands-on learner. Not only do I visually understand, but a lot of what Patty was saying was so experienced that it was going right over my head. But when I was able to, you know, learn more and dive deep into every layer of topic in the cystic world. So it wasn't just about injectables. We love Botox and fillers, but we also know that we don't always love Botox and fillers because when you use them as your only line of defense, the outcome does not stay great and it's created stigma in this world. So I found over time that I was like, I want to do things differently. I want to make sure everyone understands how to maintain great outcomes. I want great outcomes. So I want that for everybody that's going to trust me to care for them. And being back at the bedside was so exciting for me that I want to talk to you guys about passion. You know, I had no idea that Powell's studio would be all it is today. I just knew how much I loved being at the bedside, how much I loved being able to help people feel confident, how me being confident in my recommendation made people feel excited about getting started on their aesthetic journey. And that came with continuous education. I dive into every learning opportunity that I can still to this day. And if doing aesthetics and going into a new area of work is something you want to do, the biggest advice I could give you is to dive into understanding skin and understanding inflammation in the body and understanding different um, other services of microneedling and lasers. And um, I am personally so passionate about understanding inflammation in the body from the inside out. After having five children and um, losing my dad, I found myself spilling over with um, inflammation and new onset allergies and exhaustion and never having any energy. I had weight gain that I was struggling to get rid of. And every time I went to the doctors, it was, you're fine. And I'm like, I feel terrible. And so I would continuing to search for different answers of how can I feel better? I am not okay. And every time I went to an appointment with a physician and a trusted provider, I was getting advice that didn't line up for me. It was, you know, oh, you have so much going on and you have five kids, try this anti-anxiety. And, you know, you do what you're told and temporarily I tried it and I didn't feel good. And then it was like, well, add this on top of that one. I think they'll work better together. And that's when I knew like, okay, this is not for me. I don't need medicine. I am fortunate that I know something more is going on with me. And I continue to search for answers of someone who would hear me, someone who would totally listen to me and would be open to making sure that I found the right person to help me feel better. And that's where I realized 
you know, every provider has a different something to offer. And there's someone on every corner that is either doing primary care or doing aesthetics and you will find your person. And it took me a long time. I had a primary care that I love. She's excellent. And she sent me in every direction she knew how. She sent me into a weight loss specialist who wanted me to take fentermine for a stimulant. She sent me to a surgeon who recommended a hysterectomy to feel better. I went to an endocrinologist who informed me with meeting me for about three minutes that I had an eating disorder. And it wasn't until I was fortunate enough to meet a functional nutritionist that she helped me realize that I had chronic allergies. Um, they were not, close your throat, I need an EpiPen, but they were IgG allergies. And these allergies are something that create some consistent inflammation depending on how often you expose your body to them. IgG is something that will over time create inflammation in your gut and lead to malabsorption of important nutrients. And so when I met with her, she helped me to figure out that my thyroid was suffering and my absorption of important nutrients, even though I had a good diet, was leading to me being very deficient and important um, B, D, and iodine levels, which a lot of providers standardly don't totally check unless you request this. So. Once I was able to remove these allergens and I had these answers for my testing, um, you know, I was over the moon because I had made such sacrifice over the last few years and nothing was working. And I was feeling very defeated, like I had failed and I've never had a challenge that I couldn't overcome. And it was so confusing to me that despite my efforts of wanting to feel better, I couldn't find the answer. And so my mission of being the owner of Palace Studio is to be able to provide thoughtful care, recommendations that I know drive good outcomes. And that's starting with offering a wellness portion to my program here that has um, genetic testing and gut health and understanding inflammation in the body. We um, love to refer for other areas of hormonal balancing. There's specialties all over, and these ones are the ones that I am most passionate about. And then helping people feel good in their skin. So we, I find this funny that, you know, we are so okay with going to the gym and working out and eating healthy food and, and the stigma is not there if we want to be healthy in all these other ways. But then we talk about the skin and we talk about the feelings that we have of, you know, I feel like I look mad, sad, or tired, and that's not how I feel on the inside. So it's not matching. And because there has been a lack of knowledge about proper care in the aesthetics industry, that we are speaking quickly out of fear and saying like, oh, don't do that. Or, oh, you know, I don't think that I'm ever going to do that or I that's not for me instead of becoming more educated about it. And if I have the opportunity to have so much fun with this podcast and to share all of the knowledge I can spew out into this, I'm going to continue to do it because I'm so excited about the relationships I have built here and the outcomes that we have driven being a team and 
I always tell people you cannot do anything three times. You can't go to the gym three times, get a six pack and make it last. You can't have three treatments and make them last. You really need to find one provider that you feel confident in that you guys are matching on your goals in your aesthetic eye and that you feel heard and that you can have long-term plans of how to maintain your skin, its collagen, your bone reabsorption and support being structurally sound so that your anatomy goes from that feeling of sad, mad, or tired to rested, refreshed, and happy because you've had just that little bit of support. And not all of it is even injectables. It's being able to be educated in a consultation about skincare, about laser opportunities, about different products that might go on topically, and then um, about injectables. Maybe you're looking at biostimulators. These are my favorite opportunity to help someone to anti-age and to um, have long lasting results. Sculptra is by far been something I have been so passionate about and it just keeps getting bigger and better because the outcomes that I have with my clients they're my why, you know, I, I get the response of, I went to this event and I can't even believe how good I felt. And I was in this scenario and my confidence was so high. And I just want to thank you because I feel so good. I feel like everything is better. And sometimes people correlate the, the two together. And sometimes people don't realize that because they're so confident, they're taking risks or they're doing bigger things in life and they're, they're putting themselves out there in a way that maybe they hadn't done in a little while. I know, you know, even myself, I, I've never been one to be a big speaker like this or I've never been one to put myself out there, but you guys are, are my motivators. You're my excitement and you drive my, desire to improve and to continuously try new things and and this podcast has been so exciting for me to be able to share with you guys um what happened with powell studio and so with my own personal experience it drove my desire to have a space where i could drive healthcare based on great outcomes and not on what healthcare says is the right direction of medication and surgery and all band-aids on symptoms instead of getting to the root cause of the problem. So getting to the root cause of the problem is where I will continue to stay and I will continue to learn and to grow in this space. So after learning from Patty and collecting my models and seeing how the work I was doing was um, evolving and what patients and clients and, and referrals were requesting. I continued to gain knowledge and, and seek out every educational opportunity I could to um, make sure that I was always providing top-notch products and that my outcomes were going to be driving um, you know, answers and, and resolving the concerns that my patients were coming in for. And so over time, I was over at Rebel Hair Salon and I had one room. I had one room and it didn't even have full walls, but I was so excited to have my own organized space that I could have patients come to. And then over time, I was fortunate enough to um, meet 
the Lash Ladies over in Kingston. And after meeting with Lorna and Beck, they were looking for someone to come in and to treat someone maybe once a month and and to, to have that um, piece of aesthetics come into their beautiful space. They have two locations in Kingston and Hanover. Um, before I knew it, I was there full-time as far, when I say full-time, I was only at that location. I left Rebel Salon and I had one room there in their Kingston location and I would work Tuesday and Thursday evenings. And it was such a nice time because again, I was at the bedside and I was taking care of amazing people and I was meeting new people and I had people, you know, really making me feel so incredibly proud that they were referring their friends and making sure that um, their friends knew where to go and I had made so many connections over my lifetime at that point that I had slowly but steadily built a clientele that relied on me to help them to feel better. And there's nothing better than that. I mean, being a registered nurse has been such a dream that you have this career that you work hard for and you don't necessarily have to go back to school, but you can train in different areas or work in different spaces and grow and evolve and learn about who you are and and really listening to your journey and, and understanding like every life event that happens leads you on a path of exactly where you're supposed to be. And I can tell you that I didn't ever plan on being the owner of Powell's studio and having several treatment rooms and having a team and growing into this incredible space and this incredible um, business that I am so proud of and it will continue to get better. I, over COVID, um, right before COVID, had left my full-time job with the state. I loved my role, but the commute to Central Mass was really taxing and um, taking care of a family of five children and um, being able to make a difference is something that was really important to me. And I know everything in the state is hard work and there is so much that goes into making any changes in that space that I knew that what I had for bigger goals was gonna have to happen in a different arena. And so a job that I thought I would retire from um, is something that I had to make a painful decision to let go of. And so December 31st, right before the pandemic, right before the world shut down, I had my last day as the Central Mass Regional Coordinator. And I was gonna go full-time in my business. At that point, the Lash Ladies were opening a second location and I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna have, my aesthetic business be full time and I'm gonna open two locations and I'm gonna have one room inside both of their spaces. And then my world totally changed just as yours did because the whole world shut down. And instead of running my business full time, I had five children home from school. We had um, our business, my business completely closed 100% um, for some time. So I was trying to figure out how am I gonna keep this alive and be a full-time teacher to five kids? And then lo and behold, on Easter, we had a house fire and we were displaced for eight months during COVID. Um, we met an incredible family who helped us find um, a space to live in their beautiful home in Marshfield. Thank goodness 
um, for this blessing that we had. But during that time, it gave me an opportunity to take a breath and say, okay, can I be inside another space of someone else's business any longer? Or is it time for me to think bigger? And I didn't know about what regulations would be as far as how many people could be in a space. And I knew that the Lash Ladies, although you know we loved being in this, or I loved being in the same space as them, I hope they love being in the same space as me. So the pandemic really opened my eyes to, we all needed our own space. And I had just a small team of um, one esthetician and one other nurse at that point. So Bree and Allie were with me and we only had one room in each space. So. I started looking into what is available out there, what real estate is out there. This is was not in my plan whatsoever, but I thought in order to succeed that I was definitely going to need to think a little bit differently and finally have my own space that I called um, my own. And at that point, my business was called Jennifer L. Paul RN. And so I don't know about anyone who's creating a business, but definitely put a little bit more time and energy into thinking about your long-term name that's going to grow with you. There were two issues with this. First of all, I had gone into the bank to open my business account and the um, banker that was there who was lovely helped me figure out what my name was gonna be. And it was Jennifer L. Powell RN, tongue twister. But it was only about me. And so when I started to want to grow in my space and to build my team, it became really difficult because everyone was like, well, I want to see Jennifer L. Paul RN. And so I had so much to think about, so many goals to reevaluate at that point. And when you think about all of this growth, some people might be defeated because there's a lot of things that weren't in my plan. There were a lot of setbacks that could have been much bigger distractions. And there's always what some people will call mistakes, but in my mind, there are opportunities to learn and to grow. And I feel like if something is presenting itself in your life more than once, it's a lesson that you need to learn. And I have figured this out. I don't know how or why I was blessed enough to be able to think in this way, but if something presented itself that wasn't in my plan and I, I wasn't I wasn't happy about it. I'm like, what 